0: Testing one two. Testing one two. Testing one two. Huh? The echo's coming from the TV. Oh wow. Cool. All right. This is gonna be interesting. While I preach.
1: <laughs> can we can we possibly turn the volume off on the TVs? The volume at zero, please. Yeah. Can we turn it up to zero? Because it also will affect timing while we're playing.
0: Right. <laughs> we can have value while I preach. I guess. Huh?
1: You'll hear you coming back at you like that, too.
0: How can we, how can we make that adjustment? Uh, I don't know that that's possible. There's a
1: time lag between your broadcasting out and coming back in, so to speak.
0: Well, at least I see him on screen. We'll see how. Hey, good people, how y'all doing? On screen? All right. All right, we'll figure it out, Deb. We'll figure it out. Huh? Oh, where? Oh, okay. Give it here. (laughs) Just, just a
2: morning, family. Welcome to the St. Paul Baptist Church, where we are convincing the unconvinced to be convinced and make disciples as we connect, lift, and inspire you. Hope you're finding ways to enjoy this weird Rona summer so far. Listen, regardless of what other folks, infections, or anything else had in mind, we are still here, and that is a reason to rejoice. Hold on. Ah, Listen, your pastor, the entire St. Paul Ministry staff, and all of us hope that you are safe and well in these times. And for everyone connected with us via Facebook, the church website, or YouTube, join us in the chat boxes so that our Digi ministers can engage with you in worship and have prayer with you. Also, please invite others to join you in online worship with us. But try not to create your own watch group. And now, let's enter into worship. When the clock hits zero, our summer Sunday worship will begin. And stay tuned after service for our upcoming announcements regarding what's happening with St. Paul.
0: Good morning, good morning, good morning. We bring you greetings from St. Paul online. We're certainly delighted and elated that the Lord has allowed for us to be able to worship one more time amen amen and so for those of you all who are do- joining us digitally for those that are on the virtual congregation for those that are on the telephone we welcome you i want you to do me a favor before i have reverend bernie to come and lead us in worship if you're watching facebook youtube or engaging in our live chat room found on our church website we welcome you the saint paul online our digital ministers and social media influencers are ready to engage you this morning. So real quick, we want you to share this experience with others. If you're watching on Facebook, share to your personal timeline without starting a separate watch party. We want to make sure that we all stay in the same chat stream. You can also tag those who you want to invite within this post. If you're on YouTube, subscribe to our YouTube channel, then text the link of this worship service to your personal network. And if you're in our chat room to our church website, click on the invite button in the chat window and share this experience. And then, of course... We are trying what we call our virtual congregation. It is great to see you all. I see you all on the screen. I'm waving at you. We thank God for your presence. Amen. And you all can hear each other on the the virtual congregation. And so if service good, good, y'all say amen so that we can have a great symphony of praise as far as virtuality is concerned. Reverend Bernie, would you come and lead us in our worship experience?
1: Good morning, St. Paul. Great is the Lord and greatly is he to be praised. For I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. Come on, wherever you are, you ought to stand on your feet and give God glory. You ought to thank the Lord for where he's brought you from. You ought to give God glory for he woke you up this morning, started you out on your way. And for that, we ought to celebrate who God is in our life. For the Lord is worthy to be praised in spite of what it looks like, how you feeling right now. Our God is worthy. I say he's worthy. I say he's worthy to be praised. Give God glory this morning as we come before you. Amen. chat window on YouTube and Facebook and our church website. We're curious to know where are you watching from? Let us know what city and what state you are watching from. Our scripture this morning is coming from Lamentations the third chapter and we're going to pick up at verse 19. We're going to pick up at verse 19 and it reads remember my afflictions and Roman, the woodworm, and the gall. My soul still remembers and sink within me. This I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the though the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because his compassion fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul. Therefore, I hope in him. The word of the Lord for the people of God. Amen. Amen. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious Father, we are grateful this morning, Lord, that you allowed us to assemble here. God, when we look back over what we've experienced in our life, Father, we realize we could not have made it unless you were there. Mm-hmm. Father, when we look at all the trials and tribulation that we face, God, we can't help to, but to say thank you. thank you. Thank you, Lord, for where you brought us from. Thank you, Lord, for how you kept us. Thank you, Lord, how you covered us. God, thank you for being a provider. Lord, thank mm-hmm. you for all that you've done in our life, God. For Lord, we realize, God, it was your grace. It was your mercy, God, that spared us. That allowed us, God, to keep on pushing, God. And for that, we say thank you this morning. For Father, we realize, God, we can't have worship, God unless you come and sup with us. So, Father, we ask right now with the name of Jesus, God, that you will pour out your spirit upon us this morning, God. God, that you will show up wherever we are and show out in our lives, God. Let us experience you, God, in a rich way, God. Oh, Father, we pray in the name of Jesus, God. God, that whatever has us bound this morning, God, release us, God, that we might truly worship you, God. Have your way, God, in our lives, God. Shape above us. Mold us, God God. make us after who you will have us to be, God. In spite of what it looks like, God, we're gonna worship you, God. We're gonna praise you, God. We're gonna give you glory, God, because it's not about what we're going through, God. But it's God, us trusting you, God. You trusting you, God, to take us through. So, Lord, we say thank you this morning. Thank you for what you're going to do. Thank you for showing up, God. Thank you for showing up, God. Thank you, Lord, for what we know we're going to experience in this place, God. Oh, God, we give you praise. We give you glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah.
0: to be praised. I just want to thank our ensemble for blessing us with their gift of song. And of course, all of you all who are joining us online, come on, let's celebrate our God and let's give our God some praise. Amen. 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 I want to just share uh, several observations with you all next week. We will have our impact moment. We'll be returning and i look forward to bait and sharing as far as our young people are concerned uh this sunday we want to of course just share with you all several things that are happening here at saint paul as well as in the community again we want to thank um each and every one of you for your generosity as far as our food pantry is concerned We served over 215 families this past week, amen, 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 Amen. and uh, God is to be praised to Sister Felicia Knowles and to all of those that work with her as far as our food pantry is concerned. This morning, one of my neighbors um, uh, found out about the work we're doing here and has sent me a check for $100 for our food pantry, as well as some food items for our food In pantry. There. And so I wanted to thank the Newsom's, uh, Dr. Clarence and his wife, Lynn Newsom, for their kindness and uh, generosity. Also, it was a delight to hear from each and one, every one of you as far as our prayer, meeting call was concerned this past Wednesday. Uh, it's a joy to hear the voices of people that you can't see, but we thank God for that. Hey, if you want to join in on that prayer call, get on at 8 o'clock so that you can catch up with people that you have not had the ability to talk to. And then, of course, if you want to, call a friend and invite them to come and to share. Listen, our men's prayer breakfast is going to be taking place um, on the last Saturday of this month. It is a virtual men's prayer breakfast hosted by the men of valor. Check out our church website to see how you can register. And so wherever you are, you can eat your meal, and then they're going to have a special presentation following that. And our preacher for our men's day celebration is uh, uh, one that I hold in high esteem. He's all the way from Columbus, Ohio. He is Bishop Timothy Clark, the pastor of the First Church of God, uh, City of Refuge in Columbus, Ohio. He will be sharing with us as far as our uh men's day is concerned also want to let you all know we have started back up bible study bible study at noon and at seven we are studying the letter to the church at philippi uh and last week we looked at chapter 1 verses 1 through 11 and i'm asking that if you all would read philippians chapter 1 verses 12 through 30 and make sure you join in either at noon or at 7 o'clock And stream us live through your phone youtube facebook demio or our church website just also want to let you know that the census deadline is drawing near we need to make sure that you complete the census before september 30th 2020 before september 30th 2020 you can go online and complete the census you can mail in a form to complete it or census workers should be coming around to your house but please ma'am please sir make sure you get County. And again, we want to make sure that we register people to vote and that we vote early. Uh, you will see more information about this coming as far as our website is concerned, but I want to encourage you, particularly in the month of October, we're going to use every Sunday during that month when we have early voting to go to the polls and vote. Every Sunday, as far as early voting is concerned, is gonna be sold to the polls here at St. Paul, amen. So we need you to go vote early. We don't want you to have to stand in long lines during the election season. And also we're gonna be hopefully coming with some information for those that want to do uh, mail-in ballots or absentee ballots on how to fill out those ballots correctly so that your ballot will not be thrown away. They're trying to pull all kinds of games out the book. And so we want to make sure that you have a legible signature. We want to make sure that you fill the form out. Uh, and I'm tasking Reverend Dia to um, continue to help people to understand how we're called to vote in this age. Amen. 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 As we move forward, as far as our worship experience is concerned, Um, I just want to bring several prayer concerns to you uh, before uh, I have Reverend Bernie to take us to the throne of grace. We want to lift up uh, Sister uh, Betty Oates, who uh, funeralized her sister Shirley Williams on yesterday. We want to lift up the family of Brother Ralph Alexander. He is the uncle of disciple Chalissa Cobb. His services took place this past Thursday. The family of Ernestine Graham, the mother of brother disciple James Graham, the family of Officer Michael Rory, the brother of disciple Willie Rory, and the family of Sister Josephine Simon, the mother of Deacon Barbara Lee. They have, of course, laid their loved ones to rest over the past couple of weeks. We want to continue to lift them up in prayer also we want to lift up the family of jacob blake and i just want to share with you all as far as the family of jacob blake is concerned on next sunday next sunday september the 20th from 1 to 3 p.m at romare Bearden park in marking the fourth anniversary of the keith lamont scott and justin carr shooting we want to have a peaceful rally to honor jacob blake his family will be in attendance his aunt is a disciple here at St. Paul's, Sister Charlene Borton. And that event is going to be hosted uh, by the Charlotte Urban League Young Professionals, Voter and Census Registration will be taking place. Make sure you wear your mask. Make sure you exercise safe physical, distant guideline. And if you're sick or in high risk, we ask that you will stay home. But if you can tolerate that, we invite you to come and join that family as far as um, uh, Romare Building Park is concerned at 1 o'clock on next Sunday. Amen. So we lift up the family of Jacob Blake. We also want to continue to lift up Reverend Grace Ridgeway. We want to continue to lift up Dr. Monica Redman. And we also want to continue to lift up um, uh, our Pastor Emeritus uh, Dr. Paul Drummond and his wife, uh, Thomasina, as well as Dr. Greg Moss. Um, and of course, we want to continue to lift up uh, Sister earthlene Carter, who has been diagnosed with breast cancer, gone through treatment, as well as Lelise Okara, who is dealing with her own personal grief. So we want to lift these people up in prayer. And we're reminded, as the songwriter said, that earth has no sorrow, that heaven cannot heal. We know and we trust that God can do anything but fail. So I'm going to ask that Reverend Bernie will come. He's going to take us to the throne of grace and allow for the Lord to move in his prayer. Let us go to the Lord in prayer. Gracious
1: Father, thank you, Lord, for being the God that you are. Father, when we look back over all that are experiencing grief and experiencing sickness, God, we know, God, that even in the midst of those situations, Father, you are still present. So, Father, we pray right now, God, that you would just touch hearts, God, that you would touch minds, God. God, sometimes we get weary, God, in the midst of this pandemic, God. Sometimes we get trouble, God. Sometimes, God, we just can't figure things out. But, Lord, we know you, God. And, God, because we know you, God, we know, God, that things will work out for our good. So, Father, we pray, God, where our hearts are heavy, God. God, we pray you lift up our heads, God. God, where our minds are weary, God, we pray, God, that you would give us focus. Give us vision, God. God, where we trouble on every side, God. We pray, God, that you encamp your angels all around us, God. God, that we might know, God, that even in the midst of what we're going through, God, you are still there, God. God, even, God, when it hurts so bad, God, we don't know what to say, God. Our moans and our grumblings, God, calls out to you, God, and you come and see about us, God. So, Lord, we pray, God. Minister to our hearts right where we are. Minister to our spirits, God, right where we are. God, put people all around us, God. God, that will seek to build us up in the midst of what we're going through right now. Touch those bereaved families, God, that are going through so much right now, God. God, that they can't even be amongst family like they need to be, God, in the midst of grief, God. But we pray, God, God, although family may not always be there, God god when we're hurting god and when we're crying out in the midnight hour god be with them god let them know god that they are not alone god god continue to bring healing god in the midst of grief in the midst of sickness god continue god to heal bodies god god do what you do best god take control god turn things around god for your glory god we thank you lord for what we know you're gonna do god we give you glory god God we said thank you God we said thank you God we said thank you God for being there for us God we give you praise God we give you glory God we give you honor in Jesus name we pray amen amen and amen
0: hey if you all can hear me can you just give God praise for that answer prayer put your hands together I am being blown away by being able to look at three screens and see people clapping and somehow they're managing to get the sound through the, uh, uh, into the sanctuary. And I'm just blown away to our virtual congregation. So you all got to forgive me if I seem a little schizophrenic, but I'm excited just to see some different faces. Amen. 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 I, I got to give. Uh, sister Deborah Dalton and Camise Noel and our media team. uh, Major kudos for working some things out. Thank you, Reverend Bernie, for that prayer. And uh, let's move forward with the wonderful opportunity to partner with our God as far as giving is concerned. And as we come and we prepare to give unto the Lord. St. Paul, I just got to thank you all for your kindness, for the generosity that the Lord has laid upon your hearts, how you continue to bless uh, and continue to do the work of ministry, even in the midst of a pandemic, you are to be commended. You're to be commended. And so I continue to say as we move forward with our giving, if you have lost your job, if you've been furloughed, if you've been laid off and, and you're not really working or getting any significant income, Uh, I am asking at this time, you do not have to give. I just want to let you know, you do not have to give. We are not expecting you to give. However, if you so desire to give out of your largesse, if you so desire to give out of your largesse, either your largesse or your poverty, we want to acknowledge that, okay? And we want to celebrate that, and we want to thank God for that. But here's the deal. For those of us that have some income that is still coming in, This is where the strong is called to bear the infirmities of the weak. This is where I'm asking that those of you who can to please step up and to continue to give. And and I'm appreciative for those who are practicing the discipline of tithing. I'm appreciative uh, for those who may not necessarily be tithing, but you're giving something. And I'm appreciative uh, for those who feel like you can't give anything, but you try to muster up something to be a blessing as far as the work of the kingdom is concerned. Hey, this is what I need you to do as we prepare to give. There are three ways you can give here at St. Paul Church. The first way you can give is by putting your check or cash in an envelope, mail it to the, I mean, putting your check or money order into an envelope, mail it to the church, 1401 Allen Street, Charlotte 28205. Or if you want to drop off your check, money order, or cash, call the church, 704 334 5309. Call the church. Make sure someone is here to receive your offering and work out a time where you can drop off your offering. Also, if you want to give, you can give electronically through our website or you can give through the app called Givelify. If you go through the website, just follow the giving prompts and govern yourself accordingly. If you give through the app called Givelify, if you don't have that app, download it to your smart device. Search for St. Paul, Charlotte, North Carolina. Um... And if you would, uh, you ought to find this beautiful sanctuary. That means you got the right St. Paul connected to your favorite credit card, and you can give as far as that's concerned. Amen. So as we prepare to give, I need you to do me a favor. If you would, take your offering, lift to the sky. We want to give God what's right, not what's left. So place it in your right hand, and let's go to the Lord in prayer. God, we come, and we thank you right now for the wonderful opportunity to give and to be a blessing. God, if you would, take these gifts of ours and bless them in a Godful way, in a powerful way. So that ultimately your word, your will, your witness, and your work will go forth through the St. Paul Church. God, if you would, show yourself mighty and show yourself strong. Continue to prove yourself, oh God. Thank you for those who are practicing the discipline of giving tithes and offerings. God, we thank you for those who give something. Now, God, multiply these gifts so you could get the glory, honor, and praise. It's in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right, let's go ahead and let's give. As we go ahead and we give, we go ahead and we give, I'm going to ask that our praise team will prepared to come and Be a blessing as far as i give the song but before we do that i need one favor in the sound room you had less i had to switch mics so i want to make an adjustment uh as far as my monitors is concerned Uh, come on brother amen i hate to do this midstream but we want to make this adjustment if you could just give me a little bit more volume on the monitors and take down the house a little bit on this mic Amen. 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 All right. We will work with that for this morning. Thank you, sir. All right. Come on, put those hands together and do me a favor if you would celebrate our adult ensemble as they come and bless us with the sermon Selection. God bless you all and thank you for your gift of, of song. I want, to, I want to for this preaching time to um, let you all know that over the next couple of Sundays I'm going to be dealing with a sensitive subject matter uh, mm-hmm. from Psalm so. 42 and 43 uh, mm-hmm. entitled Dealing with Depression dealing okay. with depression right. that's the series and uh today we're going to come from psalm 42 and then uh next week we will come from psalm 43 and so if you would uh, turn with me to psalm 42 and we will read it in its entirety Psalm 42 reads like this, As the deer pants for the water brooks, so pants my soul for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. My tears have been my food day and night, while they continually say to me, Where is your God? When I remember these things, I pour out my soul within me. For I used to go with the multitude. I went with them to the house of God with the voice of joy and praise with the multitude that kept a pilgrim feast. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I remember you from the land of the Jordan and from the heights of Hermon, from the hill Mizar. Deep calleth unto deep at the noise of your waterfalls. All your waves and billows have gone over me. The Lord will command his loving kindness in the daytime and in the night his song shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I would say to God, my rock, Why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? As with a breaking of my bones, my enemies reproach me. While they say to me all day long, where is your God? Mm
3: -hmm.
0: Why are you cast down, O my soul? Mm -hmm. And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in God, for I shall yet praise him. The help of my countenance my God. I want to talk about for the time that is mine, facing the blues. Facing the blues. Facing the blues. blues.
3: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: There's been a lot going on within the past several months which has the capacity to place a lot of people In a dark place.
3: Mm.
0: This world in general, and this country in particular, are dealing with this COVID 19 pandemic. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Unfortunately, within a couple of weeks, 200,000 people will be dead because Mm -hmm. of the treasonous ineptitude of Donald Trump being the president of the United States. Amen. He he was well aware of how deadly this disease is, and yet he downplayed it because he did not want to create a panic. This is horrific and hellish to have this type of person given national leadership to this country. This is on top of him smearing. The lives of women and men in the military service who have given the ultimate sacrifice by dying, but he calls them a bunch of losers. This is on top of the proliferation of protests in the streets of America and around the world about Black Lives Matter, which is calling attention to systemic racism and police brutality. They are not marching against the police. They are marching against police brutality. Reverend Burton told me to say it again. They are not marching against the police.
2: Right.
0: They are marching against police brutality.
3: Yes. This
0: is on top of the divisiveness that is so prevalent in our country because of race, class, gender, sexual orientation, and educational level this is on top of the economic uncertainty we face as a nation that has a net loss of 13 million jobs since the shutdown back in March this is on top of the people who do not believe that COVID-19 is real and therefore they refuse to wear a mask This is on top of dealing with mass incarceration, which disproportionately impact black and brown people. This is on top of parents trying to provide virtual education for their children while trying to hold down a job and in some cases not having access to Wi-Fi. Many parents have now become the assistant principal, the assistant teacher, And the lunch counter, lady or man. This is on top of dealing with climate change, which has increased a record number of named tropical storms in the Atlantic Ocean. And yes, apocalyptic fires on the West Coast. And this is on top of navigating the everyday challenges of life. Like raising children, dealing with marital issues, wondering how you're going to make it financially, pondering your health Issues Worried about your employment And trying to figure out Who you're going to vote for Dealing with all this Just might lead To depression However when it comes to Black people And all the craziness we got to deal with I'm amazed how Any of us can function With some sense of sanity In the midst of a white insane world When the real First lady Michelle Obama, stated several weeks ago how she felt she was dealing with low-grade depression. God knows I can understand why she made that statement. Then, Dak Prescott, quarterback of the Dallas Cowboys, shared how he had a bout with depression during the spring that was brought on by the suicide of his brother. He sought help for it, and he is dealing with it, and he shared it with the public. However, Skip Bayless made a stupid and asinine comment about how he should not have done that because it showed weakness. Mr. Bayless, your comment is dumb. His comment is smart. I think it's a sign of strength. And I would even dare confess and be transparent that I believe I've had my bouts with depression as I struggle with the grieving process of deaths of several significant people in my life over the last couple of years like Dr. Charles Booth Dr. Harry Blake and my father and yet when you realize all the things black folks got to deal with like walking while black talking while black driving while black singing while black praying while black Worshipping yes. while black, protesting while black, marching oh while black, breathing yes. while black, bird watching <laughs> while black, jogging yes. while black, laughing while black, barbecuing mm-hmm. while black, and just living while black has been enough mm-hmm. to make us lose our ever loving mind. Interestingly, this pandemic
1: Mm -hmm.
0: has made matters worse as it reveals the fault lines of race and class.
3: Mm -hmm. Quite a few of us
0: might be dealing with depression right now Mm -hmm. and don't even realize it. Can can, can I make it plain just for a moment? If you place a 50-pound weight on a pillow, that pillow will become depressed.
3: Mm-hmm. that, that yes. pillow
0: will be pressed down yes, yes. but if you remove mm-hmm. the weight yes. soon the pillow will return to its original form
3: okay. however
0: uh-huh. if you leave the 50 pound weight on the pillow That's for 6 okay. months and then yeah. remove it, Move it the pillow will not return to its original form mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, the pillow mm-hmm. will remain Lack and depress. Yeah. The, exactly. the pillow can sustain right. temporary pressure, but not pressure for a long, long time.
3: Yeah. I want right. to suggest right. this yeah. is
0: what happens to the human psyche when a person experiences depression. In the past, it was taught that there were two types of depression: mm-hmm. exogenous and endogenous. Exogenous was believed to have been caused by external circumstances like a distressful life event. Endogenous was thought to be internal the result of a chemical imbalance in the brain. However, now it is understood that all depression is a result of some form of chemical imbalance whether it is triggered from the outside or in a turmoil. So, therefore, from low-grade and situational depression to the most severe form of depression, which at times might require hospitalization, I want you to understand it does not mean just because you're depressed that you're not saved. Let let me me press my claim even further. Dealing with depression does not mean God has abandoned you. Right. Mm. Dealing with depression does not mean that there is something you've done wrong and God is mm-hmm. mad at you.
2: That's right.
0: Mm. When you are depressed, don't assume you're in the state of depression because you've disobeyed God. Mm. This is theologically wrong thinking. Mm. Don't get it twisted. Right. While joy and hope and faith are characteristics of a new life in Jesus Christ, Let's be honest. There are times you don't feel joyful. And there are times you don't feel hopeful. And there are times you don't feel faithful. In this life, you're going to have some trouble. In this life, you're going to deal with some failures. In this life, there will be moments of suffering. Some of us will experience dark moments, which is called by St. John of the cross, the dark night of the soul. And when you go through the dark night of the soul, it seems like your praise is worthless. Your faith is futile and your prayers are not resonating with God. It seems like when you're going through the dark night of the soul, when you're dealing with the blues, when you're in a moment of depression, that your worship has no meaning. It feels like God does not care. It seems like God is so Far away, and when you face moments like that, your body feels it. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes. Yes. People yes. come up with ways to cope with depression. <laughs> Some people will use food to cope,
3: mm-hmm.
0: others will use alcohol or illicit drugs to manage the pain.
3: Mm-hmm. Some
0: will resort to objectification <laughs> of sex to deal with depression others will make unwise choices in their relationships and engage in codependency Amen. however i got good news for those facing the blues all right you can manage the blues if you want to Come on. you can manage the blues if you put in the effort so. here yeah. is something i want you to understand prayer and prescriptions work together. Jesus and therapy works. Not all hope is lost if you make up your mind to overcome the blues you have to face. I, I, I want to suggest that that's how I've been able to navigate my form of dealing with the blues is that I find myself in therapy. Sharing what is on my heart and unleashing and Even what I've discovered is that even the therapist got to have a therapist because so much stuff is dropped on them. Now, don't think people in the Bible didn't face depression. As a matter of fact, some of our favorite biblical characters had to deal with depression because it was just part of their everyday reality. The writer of Ecclesiastes deals with the meaningless and hopelessness of life. The psalmist's voice their troubles and their doubts. Walter Brueggemann wrote in his work, The Psalm and Life of Faith, and I quote, The expression of pain and questioning does not cause them to stumble or sin, but it can enable them to move forward to a richer relationship with God. End of quote. This is the testimony about some biblical characters that we've heard about Hannah found herself in depression when she could not have a child and she went to the Lord in prayer. Job dealt with depression when he lost all of his children in a tornado, when he lost all of his possessions, when his wife told him to curse God and die, and he was accused of every sin in the book. Elijah dealt with depression Right after a major victory, over 450 of Baal's prophets at Mount Carmel. And after this major victory where God showed God's self mighty and strong, Jezebel said, I'm going to kill you. And uh, Elijah became depressed and went and hid himself and desired for God to take his life. Jonah dealt with depression as he tried to abort an assignment to go to Nineveh. And tell how God was getting ready to send judgment but they repented of their sins and God relented on God's judgment and Jonah got the booze because God did not kill his enemies and even Jesus even Jesus even Jesus yeah that Jesus got depressed in the garden of Gethsemane when he went to God three times and said Lord Remove this cup from me. And then he said, not my will, but thine will be done. Um, Today, I present to you Psalm 42. Psalm 42 is believed to have been written by King David for the sons of Korah to sing. Now, I need to give you a little background about the sons of Korah. The sons of Korah were from the tribe of Levi. The tribe of Levi was responsible for the worship of the nation Israel. So the sons of Korah were responsible for the music. They were like the praise leaders of the day. Now now there's something interesting that you got to understand about Korah. Because during the time of Moses, Korah tried to lead a rebellion against Moses when they were in the wilderness. The leader of the praise tribe tried to lead a rebellion against the set man that was providing leadership for liberation uh, in the wilderness. And so Korah had a good following. Korah had about 250 folks in his proverbial choir. But God decided to slay them because they were rebelling, not against Moses, but against God. And what God did was God had the earth to split wide open and swallow them up. But now we have a remnant of the sons of Korah, and they're getting this song right. But what they're singing about is the blues. In this psalm, David pens words which highlights His personal depression. David knows God. David loves God. David has sung about God. David wrote the 23rd Psalm about God and the 27th Psalm about God. David knows what it means to worship God. But at this time, he finds himself dealing with the blues. He longs for spiritual renewal to be in the very presence of God. But yet he is struggling with doubts and fears as he attempts to hold on to faith in the true and living God. And as I read the text for you, notice how verses 5 and verse 11 are verbatim. Why are you cast down, O my soul? And why are you disquieted within me? Hope in the Lord, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. Cast down disquieted. These two words stick out in verses 5 and 11. And these two words really give us insight into David's condition. In the Hebrew, the word cast down means to sink or depress or bend or bow or to humble. It is a passive word. Disquieted means to make a loud noise, to rage, to war, to be troubled. This is an active verb. In one sense, David feels like he can't move, he can't breathe. He feels trapped. His soul is in turmoil. And while he feels like he can't move or breathe, in his psyche, it's very loud. In his emotional center, it's very noisy. David wants to escape himself and the noise of the blues, but he can't. David, this David, has been anointed by God to be the king of Israel, and he occupies the throne. This David has a nation to govern, but he finds himself dealing with the blues. This David uh, has administrative duties to attend, but he finds himself dealing with depression. This David has a family that needs to be managed, but he finds himself not wanting to get out of bed. David got some battles to fight and some enemies to subdue, but he finds himself in a dark place. You don't want to be dealing with depression, but he finds himself dealing with it. And I want to suggest that when you're depressed, when you're dealing with the blues, you don't feel like doing anything. You don't want to eat. You don't want to sleep. You don't want to talk. You don't want to work, you don't want to smile, you don't want to be bothered with anyone or anything. You're 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 easily agitated. Everything is inside out, back to front and upside down, and it messes with us deeply. And if you're honest, you got to admit how life has thrown a hard curveball your way. You swung hard with a whip and you missed. You're now descending into a dark place and you feel spiritually breathless. It is a tough place to be. And I don't want to sugarcoat this because you can't dance your way out of depression. And you can't praise your way out of depression. And you can't worship your way out of depression. But you have to faith your way out by trusting God even when you can't trace God or feel God or hear from God. Why do the blues come in our lives? Why, why do God's people experience the blues? Why do we have to deal with depression? Am I making any sense, y'all? Uh, am, am, am I talking good, y'all? Uh, uh, one of the reasons we deal with the blues is because we have a desire To be in the sanctuary, but we can't get there. (laughs) Let let me unpack that because that's in the text right now. Uh, When you read verses 1 through 3, you will see how the singer writes how he longs for God. The living God, just like a deer, is looking for water to drink by the brook. The deer needs water to keep on going. The singer the, the singer, the psalmist needs God to keep on going. The problem is that he is far from Jerusalem and from the sanctuary worship that took place in Mount Zion. And, and since he could not get to the sanctuary, he felt like he was cut off from God. Part of the reason that he felt like he was cut off from God uh, was because in uh, the tabernacle, in the sanctuary, the Ark of the Covenant reside. And the Ark of the Covenant was believed to be the place where God resided, the Shekinah presence of the Lord. And it was in what is called the Holies of Holies, which was located in the tabernacle. And and David loved Being able to get into the presence of God at the tabernacle so much until he wanted to build a temple to the Lord. However, at this time, there was something preventing the king, something preventing the sons of Korah from getting to the temple and worshiping God with the people. If this is from the son of Korah's perspective, it's even worse because leading worship was Their job. Leading worship was uh, his national duty. He was part of that lineage that was supposed to lead the nation in worship. Perhaps he don't feel so useful right now. And on top of all of that, uh, the author is in tears because the enemy is messing with him about his God. They're saying, where is your God And here, either David or the son of Korah feels separated from God because he can't go to the sanctuary in order to worship. I I, I know that that for those that are watching us live stream and for those that are watching us virtually and for those that are in the sanctuary, uh, I know how this person feels. Don't you? Uh, It's something when you want to be in the sanctuary, but you can't. Now, I'm grateful that we have technologies that they did not have back then. I'm appreciative of live stream and Facebook Live and Vimeo. And now I even see a virtual congregation. But let's be honest, it ain't the same. Like being with each other in the house of the Lord. It ain't the same being able to see the Lord and the Holy Ghost moving. Somebody started shouting over here and somebody started moaning over here and somebody started dancing in the choir and somebody's glasses fly off and somebody's wig gets messed up. It ain't the same like being in the house of God. And, and, and when that happens, when you can't get to the Lord's house like you want to, sometimes you'll catch the blues. I I I want to dare say that one of the things that befuddles me right now is that there are some people, not all, but some, who come up to me and say, "Pastor, when we going back in? Pastor, uh, when, when we going to be able to get back to the sanctuary?" And and, and George, I, I scratch my head because you weren't coming. When the doors were open. So don't ever. Don't ever. Take church attendance. For granted. There's something else. In the text. That leads me to another reason. Why you're dealing with the blues. And it's because. You remembered. How you used to worship. In the past. (laughs) That's that's in verses 4. And verses 6 to 8. Uh, The the psalmist remembers and reflects about going to the sanctuary. And, and, And the psalmist could recall the joy of participating in the various festivals of the different celebrations that the nation had, like Passover and the Feast of Pentecost and the Feast of Tabernacles, sort of like our modern day Christmas and Mother's Day and Easter. He remembered how the nation would make its way to the city of Jerusalem to go up to Mount Zion to be able to worship in the tabernacle and how the noise, the clamor of preparing to worship would be in the air. Uh, They would go to that place to celebrate the Passover which was a remembrance meal. uh, How God delivered them from slavery in Egypt. They reflected on how God cared for them in the wilderness. And the singer is bothered by the memories of yesterday because yesterday they were able to make music with one another. Yesterday they were able to hear the clashing of the cymbals and the rattling of tambourines and the clapping of the hands. This person remember how they sang to the glory of God and they had a good time. However, like back then, we can take These moments for granted. Uh, I think that's why some of us have the blues right now. Because we remember how we were worshiping in the past. Prior to the third Sunday of March. We could come to church. We could be among the saints. If you didn't want to come, you watched us online. Now there are people who hardly came to church talking about when we're going to go back in. I remember the buzz that is usually in the air when we get ready to worship. I remember a preacher doing the call to worship, scripture being read, invocation or prayer being given. The choir, uh, our mass choir would sing a song. Then we would welcome and greet guests and each other. I remember we would recognize birthdays and anniversaries. Then we would have a commercial with our announcements. I, I remember how we would gather and pray for one another. Then we would raise an offering. Then the choir would sing another song. People would stand and clap and shout. Then the hymn choir would come and line out one of those old good time hymns. And, and the people would stand and rock and sway and get with the hymn choir. Then I'll get up and preach my little sermon and a few folks will say amen and then we will have an invitation to have a relationship with Jesus Christ and or to join St. Paul. And, and then we would have the benediction with all of us holding hands and singing, praise God from whom all blessings flow." And, and, and a lot of that ain't happening now. And you find yourself dealing with the blues. Now, September thirteenth, eleven thirty-eight a.m. It's about twelve to fifteen folks in a sanctuary between the ministers, the band, the singers, media, and security. Twelve to fifteen folks in a sanctuary that seats sixteen hundred comfortably. I ain't gonna lie. Sometimes I'm so tired after having preached. Why? Because it requires a lot of energy and exertion. We try to encourage each other, but y'all, I ain't gonna lie, it gets rough in here. The choir nor I don't get any feedback that we are accustomed to. It can be very depressing, but this is what you need to understand. You need to understand that your real audience ain't the church folks. Uh, all of us in the house and those of you all at home and those of you all on screen, we, we don't do this stuff to pump up each other. We do this stuff, why? Because we want to give glory and honor to our God. And, and I'm here to let y'all know, and, 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 and y'all want to know when we're going to go back in? I have not the slightest idea when we go back in, but I will tell you this, we can't go back To what we used to do. Because God is in the process. Of creating something better. And more relevant. For the days that are ahead. Watch this. The psalm says. In verse 8. The Lord. Will command. His loving kindness. In the daytime. And in the night. His song. Shall be with me. A prayer. To the God of my life. I I want you to understand. That real. Worship. Can I ever be predicated upon being in a place? A uh, 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 real worship cannot be based upon who's there and who ain't there. But real worship is you being able to call upon the name of the Lord and place your confidence in the God of your salvation. That's why the psalmist said I will command his loving kindness. That word loving kindness ain't nothing but another word for the faithfulness of God and right time, his soul shall be uh, with me. That's why Dave was able to say that even though I might not be able to get to the sanctuary, even though I may not be able to get to the Lord's house, even though I may not be able to get to the tabernacle, I got enough uh, word in me, uh, and I got enough praise in me, uh, that even though I can't get to Mount Zion, I can bring Mount Zion to me. Uh, even though I can't get to Mount Zion, uh, I can bring Mount Zion to me. I'm trying to help somebody. even though I can't get to Fourteen and One Allen Street. You are to in your house, on the screen, in your bathroom, in your kitchen, in your living room, in your exercise room. You ought to be able to lift up holy hands, open up your mouth, throw back your head, and give God a praise. Because the Lord will show up where His people will exalt His name. Let me, let me, let me, let me, let me. Let me, let me wrap this thing up. Um, uh, you can have blues because you remember how you used to worship. <laughs> you can have the blues because you, you can't get to the house of the Lord. But you can also have the blues when you think God has forgotten about you. It's right there in verses 9 to 10. The psalmist wonders why He has to suffer physically and emotionally and spiritually and mentally from the oppression of his enemies. Uh, The psalmist is saying, God, I I can't get to your house and worship like I want to. Because at least when I was in the sanctuary, I felt like I got relief from the drudgeries of life. Uh, at, at, At least... When I'm in the sanctuary, I'm with other folks who are going through some of the same stuff I got to deal with right now. At least when I was in the sanctuary, somebody could come and encourage my heart and and, and let me know uh, that everything was going to be all right. But now uh, I can't even get to the sanctuary I can't even get any encouragement. And I'm being harassed by my enemies who are questioning uh, the worthiness of my worship. (laughs) I'm being harassed by my enemies who are questioning uh, the faithfulness uh, of my God. And, And as the psalmist remembers God, he asks this question, God, have you forgotten about me? God... Have you left me, God? Have you dumped me, God? What can I do to get you to remember who I am right now? Uh, I'm closing, uh, but I need to let somebody know that you need to be reminded of the fact that, that, that even though you're catching a lot of grief from your adversaries and your nemesis may be very chippy right now. God knows uh, What oppression you're dealing with. The oppression that we're facing in this country. The oppression of racism. The oppression of sexism. The oppression of classism. The oppression of police brutality. The oppression of white supremacy. The oppression of modern day lynching as black and brown bodies are being shot cold blood yeah there are times uh, when i wonder yeah and i'm gonna be transparent there are times uh, uh, that i wonder Reverend bernie if god has forgotten about black folks because uh, it seems like uh, all over this world uh, black folks are catching hell uh, It seems like uh, all over this world, uh, black and brown people uh, suffer because of the ravages of white colonialism. It's not only tough being black in America, but it's tough being black uh, anywhere on the planet Earth. Being oppressed by your enemy and not being able to hear from God uh, can put you in a blue funk. But I need to remind us that no matter what we go through, that we're never so far from the reach of God, and we're never out of the outstretched arms of our God. I know you're dealing with sorrow and suffering and shame and depression and doubt, but I need to remind somebody that you're never past the hands of God and just when you think that God has forgotten about you I need to remind you that the God we serve is more than faithful that's why the psalmist was able to say in Psalms 27 that the Lord is my light and my salvation whom shall I fear the Lord is the strength of my life of whom shall I be afraid? For when the wicked even my enemies and my foes came upon me, they stumbled and they fell. Though a host should encamp against me my heart shall not fear though war shall rise against me. In this will I be confident. One thing that I desire of the Lord that I may seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, uh, to behold the beauty of the Lord, uh, and to inquire in his temple. Uh, For in the time of trouble, he shall hide me. Uh, In the secret of his tabernacle, uh, shall he hide me. Uh, Good morning, St. Paul. Uh, May the Lord bless you real good. uh, But I'm glad... That the psalmist was able uh, to call upon the praise uh, that he had in his spirit. Uh, but this is why the psalmist said uh, in Psalm 42, verse 5, uh, and in Psalm 42, verse 11, uh, Why are you cast down, O oh, my soul? Uh, and why are you disquieted uh, within me? Uh, hope in God, uh, for I shall yet praise him uh, the help of my countenance uh, and my God, uh, can I tell you uh, how to deal with the blues? Uh, when you face the blues your way, uh the psalmist is saying, uh, after all uh, that I've been through, uh, my soul is depressed. Uh, Spirit is loud, my emotions are heavy, uh, and I can get caught up and behave as if God has abandoned me. Uh, but when I focus on what's bothering me, uh, when I focus on what's depressing me, uh, when I focus on what's got me down, uh, when I focus on what's got me feeling blue, uh, I will really erroneous conclude. God doesn't care, uh, but I got to let somebody know uh, regardless of how I feel regardless of uh, how you feel uh, the God we serve is more than faithful uh, Uh, Family may forsake you uh, Enemies may harass you uh, But I need to remind somebody uh, We serve a God uh, That is more than faithful uh, And he will uh, Give you the support you need uh, If you look for it Uh, God will uh, Give you the help you need uh, If you expect it Uh, God will give you the lift you need if you pray for it. Can I bless somebody with a word right now? I know you're dealing with depression in your life. I know you're dealing with the blues in your life, but can I tell you the reason why you're still here? Singer, B.B. King, Bobby Blue Bland, Johnny Taylor, Minnie Ripperton. But can I tell you I got my own favorite blue singer? His name is David, and he reminds me of what the Lord can do. Thank you, David, for the 42nd song. And because of that song, I'm able to sing greatest faithfulness. Oh God, my Father, there is no shadow of turning with thee. Thou changest not, thy compassions they fail not. As thou hast been, thou forever shall be. Great is thy faithfulness. Great is thy faithfulness. Morning by morning, Great is thy faithfulness, Lord, unto me. Uh, Is there anybody that's in the sanctuary? Is there anybody that's watching us live stream? Is there anybody that's in the virtual congregation that know that God is more than faithful? And because God is faithful, he deserves our complete trust. God deserves our absolute allegiance. God deserves our highest praise. Is there anybody here? Is there anybody out there that knows that God is the one to whom we ought to commit our eternal life? God is the one to whom we ought to trust our entire soul uh wow. Even when I don't recognize it, I'm going to bless his name because he's worthy. I said he's worthy. He's worthy. I said he's worthy. 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 Because in spite of my blues, he is faithful. In spite of my depression, is faithful, just uh, part of my blue phone call. moments you, you got to know that if you didn't get nothing else know that God is more than faithful God is more than faithful I, I want to I want to I want to uh I want to offer, offer someone an opportunity to have a relationship with, with this God, this, this God of the universe, this God of creation, who sent his son, Jesus Christ, to... Um, give his life up for all of us. And 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 I have I've lived long enough Scott to realize that even when God is untraceable God is always trustworthy said again, when God is untraceable, God is always trustworthy. And that's why I'm going to stick with this God. The God of Jesus Christ. Uh, the God who continues to make ways out of no ways. And the God that promises to be with us even in the midst of our facing the blues. You're watching us live stream, I want to let you know that we are receiving people virtually. You can be led to Christ and have a relationship with God virtually or accept Jesus Christ. Um, let, let me let me change that. You can accept Jesus Christ right now, it ain't virtual, it's real. <laughs> We're just doing it through virtual means, but it's real. And so, check this out. If today you want to accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, if you're on Facebook, just type in Salvation. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you. Or email us at connect at spbcnc.org. You can accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. If you want to join church, you want to join the church uh, on Facebook, all you just got to do is type connect. One of our digital ministers will reach out to you. Or email us at connect.spbcnc.org and somebody by five o'clock tomorrow will contact you to let you know what your next steps need to be. Yeah, you can do that. So, what I want to do is lead you in a short prayer a prayer of new life, a prayer of, of a beginning with God through accepting Jesus Christ. Would you pray with me? Would you repeat this prayer? after me Lord I want to be in relationship with you I believe you sent Jesus Christ to die for my sins I believe he died on a cross and three days after his death you raised him from the dead and I believe one day he's coming back But until then, send your Holy Spirit into my life so I can live for you. God, I may not understand all there is to understand, but I take you at your word. Forgive me of my sins and thank you for the gift of salvation. In Jesus' name, I pray this prayer. Amen. Amen. Hey, listen, if you would just follow those prompts I've just shared with you, you want a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, you could do that right now when our digital ministers or social media influencers will reach out to you or email us, or if you want to join the church, you could do the same thing. I want to thank you for joining us As far as our live stream is concerned, I want to thank all of those that are in the sanctuary that allows for us to be able to give this worshipful presentation to you. We thank God for your presence in this place. Hey, we're getting ready to leave right now. Uh, We're getting ready to sign off, log off. But we are you're never out of our hearts and out of our minds. So let's go to the Lord and close a benedictory prayer. God, we come and we thank you for what you have done in this moment and in this place. And now, God, we seal this with a benediction. As we prepare to sign off, as we prepare to leave this sanctuary, but never from your presence, keep us in your sovereign care. And God, for those of us that may be facing the blues, we pray that this word will take root in our spirit. And remind us of your faithfulness. And now unto him who is able to keep us from falling and present us faultless for the presence of his glory with all exceeding joy. To the wise God, our Savior, our Father, be glory and majesty, dominion and power both now and forever. Amen. Hey, St. Paul and friends, I miss you. I love you, but God loves you even more. We're one day closer to getting back in when i don't know but until then continue to join us on all our platforms and engage in our times of study and worship god bless you all and prayerfully we'll see you all either on thursday or next sunday